Hello and welcome to the Modern Composer Podcast. Uh, my name is Steven, I'm a composer, and I want to help you get your music on film, television, and media projects. I want to help you create a sustainable income, and I want to help you get out there and start a career in music licensing. If you guys don't really know who I am, uh, again, my name is Steven, and I've been a composer for some time now. I got my start when I was like 19. I was uh, touring in a metal band, and we toured all over the world, and about five five years later or so, uh, I ended up not really knowing what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to be in the studio, and I wanted to be writing music. Uh, so I tried the writer thing for a while, uh, where you're writing for like... Like, I think I tried once, I, I live in Nashville, and I tried once to write like a country song, <laughs> like right when I was done uh, with the band. And I realized that I hated that. That was not what I wanted to do. Um, I wrote with a few writers in town, and I, I didn't really feel like I had any real vision for what I wanted to do. Uh, and in the back of my mind, I always wanted to get into writing music for films because uh, that was something that excited me. And I've always loved film music. I've always loved watching movies and all that stuff. So eventually one day somebody asked me if I wanted to score their documentary. And that began just kind of a love affair with uh, film music. Years later, I didn't know what to do with those tracks. I had them. I scored the film for free. And so I just had these tracks just laying around. And an old friend of mine started a licensing company called Soundstripe. At the time, it was called Level O or Lavello. And eventually, they let me put my music on there. And I started to make some money. And I started making more music for them. And eventually, I went on staff for them as a staff composer. So that is how I kind of got my start into licensing music and writing music for licensing projects. Now I do a lot of custom compositions. I scored my first feature film this year and I, I work on a lot of commercials and stuff like that. Uh, so that is how I make most of my money, but I still work with a few different licensing companies and I've been kind of building my own catalog to license myself on my website over the last year or so. So uh, that's kind of what I'm up to. But yeah, I, I launched The Modern Composer three weeks ago now. This is the third episode of The Modern Composer podcast, and I could not be more thrilled with how you guys have received this. So thank you so much to everyone who's followed the Instagram, uh, who signed up for the email list. And you can do that, by the way, if you do that, you get a uh, free guide that I made if you want to get your music licensed for film, TV, and media projects, uh, then all you have to do is go to themoderncomposer.com slash four simple steps. That's the number four simple steps. You just put in your email address and your name and you'll be able to download that free guide. That's a great way to go around the algorithm because every time I post on Instagram, it's not going to go to your feed, unfortunately. So um, if you want to stay up to date with all the podcast episodes, episodes and all the videos and all that stuff, then please go do that. It would really help me out a lot. So again, thank you guys so much for following along with this. It's very exciting for me. So I hope that this podcast is something that will help you in your journey and teach you something that maybe you didn't know. And that's what I want to talk about today. What would I do if I was starting now? How would I go about building a career 
in licensing music. If I were to start today, what would I do? Over the years, I've done a crazy amount of research. I've talked to other composers and I've kind of developed what I would do if I were starting over just because it's a fun exercise. But I've also talked to a lot of people like you about what you should do, knowing what I know about the industry and knowing the ways that you can get into it and what you should be doing. Uh, I've been able to talk to a lot of you and kind of give you some guidance in that way. And so the things we're going to talk about today is, uh, you want to make a realistic plan and stick to it. You want to set aside time every day to make music. You want to prioritize finishing your projects. Starting them is easy. Finishing them is always a lot harder. You want to create a repeatable creative process for yourself. that You could do over and over and over again because this is a quantity game as much as it is a quality game. So you want to create that repeatable creative process for yourself and you want to build your business because this is a business. Don't be confused. You can't just, you know, make music sometimes when you feel inspired. No, this is a business. And if you want to make this a career, you need to turn it into a business. So make a realistic plan and stick to it. So what do I mean by that? You want to know what you're going to write music for. So that is your first step. So if you are just starting out, you know how to produce music, you've been producing music, and it's it's something really fun for you, and you, you maybe you've put out a few EPs or something like that. Well, if you're going to get into licensing music, you need to know where to start. So the way I suggest you do that is go research licensing companies. Listen to what they have in the most downloaded tracks and figure out what they do best. Figure out what kind of music they're looking for. Now, you're never going to know for sure what they're looking for. Maybe they have too much cinematic music or maybe they have too much funk pop or whatever it is that will give you a good idea of what people are using on their platform and it'll give you a good starting point. So go do your research, figure out who you're going to submit music to, and that will give you an idea of where you're going to start. So create that list of companies, do your research and what they're doing best, and see if that lines up with what you do and what you do best and what you do easily. You're going to make your bite-sized goals. So Instead of thinking such big picture like, oh, yeah, I want to uh, have a catalog of 400 songs. No, come up with a project that you know you can tackle, two or three songs max, and decide what that project is going to be for before you get started. It kind of helps me to kind of picture the end before I start what that means for me is I might picture the end of like if I'm working on a three song release or a five song release or something like that, I'm going to maybe do the artwork first and that'll give me an idea of the direction that I'm going. So say I'm, I'm writing epic cinematic tracks for trailers. Uh, I might just envision what it's going to be used for, what type of people it's going to attract first, and then I will start writing the music. That will give me a list of references that I can use, and it'll give me a really good starting point. So maybe try that if you're kind of stuck. 
Um, give yourself a deadline for this plan. You need to make deadlines and stick to them because again, like I said before, this is a business and, uh, it's really easy to start things, but, uh, finishing them is a lot harder. Um, so you need to make a deadline that you are going to be done. You're going to stop working on the tracks. You're going to stop working on the artwork. And that is when you're going to start your next phase. So, uh, yeah, so that is the thing. Make a realistic plan. Don't set your sights so far above what you're capable of doing. You're going to have to take into account, you know, how much time you actually have to do something uh, and how much energy you have to put into this project and give yourself a realistic goal. So you're also going to want to set aside time every day to make music. We are all busy. We all have something going on. We've got friends, we have families, we have, uh, kids, you know, I have two kids, two awesome boys, and they take a lot of my time. And so I have to be realistic about how much time I have and how much time that I have that I can make music. So sometimes that means I have to wake up really early in the morning to get anything done. Sometimes that means that I stay up late and get, get whatever I need to get done, done. And it just means that I have to set aside time every day. We can all make time. It's just like going to the gym or, you know, uh, starting a new habit. You make time for it. So, that is something that we all kind of have to do. And so when you have your plan, then you make time to actually fulfill that plan. And once you finish your first release, you're going to want to keep making those releases. Uh, so then you're going to want to prioritize finishing your product. What I mean by this is, I don't know if you're like me, but I have the tendency to... Uh, keep working and working and working on something. And I might remix it like 15 times because it's honestly never good enough for me. Um, and I've realized over the years that it will never be good enough for me, but it will be good enough for whoever is going to use it. So I can literally tell you that everything that I've ever put out, there's something about it that bothers me. You know, I would love for that not to be the case, but that really is the case. Um, so I've had to learn over the years uh, that I need to prioritize finishing the product, finishing the project. So whatever that takes for you, just do it. You know, maybe it means you you set your date that you're going to be done and you give yourself a number of revisions that you can do. Sometimes what that's looked like for me is I'll give myself two days to work on a track. I'll work on that track at the end of the second day. I might, I'll just, or I'll just stop. I'll walk away. And the next day I'll listen to it once. I will write notes to what I want to change. And then I will go through and methodically check those notes off. And you try and do it without emotion, because again, you will want to change a bunch of stuff. So methodically check those, those boxes and listen to it one more time and you're done. If you don't want to be the final 
uh, say you can send it to a trusted friend or another composer friend of yours and get their opinion on it. And once you get their opinion on it, get their notes, do those notes, and then be done. Prioritize finishing your projects. Create a repeatable creative process for yourself. By that, I mean a lot of times we think that we have to reinvent the wheel every time we start a new project. We think we need to try something no one has ever done before or come up with some idea that seriously no one has ever put in a song, you know? But that is, I look at the Beatles, right? So the Beatles, they were some of the most creative and prolific writers, but they also knew the formulas. They knew the formulas of what they needed to do to get the song made, and then they'd give themselves the creative freedom. Uh, so they had their repeatable creative processes and they would go back to them all the time so that they can continue to be prolific. If you're struggling to find a creative process, I have a course that's in pre-sale right now. Um, it's called the sync process challenge, and it is designed to walk with you from the beginning of your project all the way to pitching to licensing companies. So each module is something you do in a week. In the first week, you learn how to research the licensing companies, come up with your plan. In the second week, you learn to craft your ideas and get those started. And in the third week, you're going to learn how to produce those tracks in a sync-ready way, make them larger than life. And you'll kind of learn some of the tips and tricks that professionals use to get their songs to be sync ready. In the fourth week, you're going to learn how to mix and master your tracks. And in the fifth week, you will learn how to pitch yourself like a pro to these licensing companies. So if you're interested in that, you can go to themoderncomposer.com slash sync dash process dash challenge and check that out. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about is building your business. This is definitely a business. You are the business owner. You are the head of your department. Even if you're writing for other licensing companies, this is your business. So you're the CEO. So you kind of have to take on some of that, that responsibility. So some things that you can do to further this definitely create a, a website uh, where you can kind of centralize your music. Uh, so maybe you use your website to pitch your music to licensing companies. Uh, you can use your website as a landing page for directors and producers and editors who find your music on licensing companies and want to know more about you. They can find you easily by typing your name into Google and your website comes up. Um, so make sure you create a website for yourself. Uh, it's okay if it's simple. It's okay if it's just like a picture of yourself and some music that you've made and a small write-up of a bio of what you do, what kind of music you make and what it's for. It's really great to keep track of email addresses. So like you're going to be emailing a ton of uh, licensing companies and you want to make sure you keep track of those email addresses, when the last email was that you sent to the licensing company so you aren't sending too many emails or too little. You want to make sure that you're just staying on top of that. So have some spreadsheet or something like that to where you know 
who you're emailing and when the last time you emailed them was. You can use something like a CRM, like HubSpot or something, but a lot of times that's just a little bit overkill in my opinion. Once you start getting music into music libraries, start to figure out which ones are paying you the most and maximize that by writing more music for them. You're going to want to keep track of which tracks are getting the most licenses and making you the most money and repeat that process over and over and over again. Whatever you did to make that track, do it again, do it again, do it again. This is definitely, I think I said it before, this is a numbers game. It's quality for sure, but it's definitely quantity. So if you're getting started right now, You want to make as much music as possible. That is the thing that is going to turn heads in this industry. If you start to have, you know, 10, 20, 40 tracks, 100 tracks, that is going to turn heads in this industry. If you have the perfect five song EP and you stop there, then no one's really going to pay attention to you. That's not good enough for this industry. You need to make a lot of music and you need to make it quickly and it needs to be good. So that goes back to setting aside time every day to make music. Just sit down and make music every day, even if it's for an hour a day or 30 minutes a day, sit down and make music every day. So this is just like a really quick blurb. I want to keep these podcasts really short and just so that you can listen to them on the way to work or or whatever it is you're doing. I would love to hear any questions that you might have about any of this, uh, any suggestions, or if there's a topic you want me to cover in a future episode, please hit me up. Again, go to themoderncomposer.com. There's a contact form. Just shoot me a message. I would love to hear from you. If you want to just say hi, then say hi. If you want to tell me that this podcast needs to be better than do that. Cool. Um, I'm still learning how to do a solo podcast. It's, uh, it's an uncomfortable situation for me, but I'm trying to stay organized here with a, an outline and some, a basic structure. Uh, so hopefully that's coming across. Anyway, uh, I I just want to thank you guys again so much for listening to this, and I really hope that it helps you, and I want this to be something that you are getting a lot of value out of. So again, hit me up with any questions. I would love to talk to you. One more thing that I wanted to talk about, a community. What do you guys think about a community? You know, there's always Facebook, there is Slack or GroupMe. I would love to get a community together of composers and producers so we can kind of learn from each other and, you know, maybe we can even put our work out there and get some feedback for it. Uh, So what do you guys think? Hit me up. Let me know if you're interested in that. Remember to follow the Instagram account. Remember to subscribe to the YouTube account and we'll uh, see you in the next one. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.